Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Glad everybody's here. We're about to talk to Kanan Cox, who I think this guy could really make it. But the story with Kanan Cox is I was eating dinner. Caitlin and I were having dinner and had a girl that was waiting at our table. And she's like, here's food, here's food. And Kanan comes up after we had finished eating and said, hey, I'm an artist. I know this might be annoying, but and he wrote his name and his Instagram down on a uh, one of those little things you put your cup on. Coaster. Yeah. That's Can't cool. remember that name of that thing. It's that <laughs> early in the morning. And so I went home, had a few extra minutes, looked him up, thought he was really good. Somebody just needed to give him a shot. So he went from waiting tables to performing on our show. And then he started touring around and has really been doing well. But he has a new song out. We're going to talk about that. But I just like, I like when the little guy's trying to make it, which the little guy, I mean, he's ripped. No, he's not he's a physically a little guy. But did guy. you know he was weighing like 280? He's lost probably 100 pounds. Really? Yeah. But he is on now. Let's talk to Kanan Cox. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kanan Cox. Kanan, how are you, bud? I'm doing just fine. How are you, man? Good to talk to you. What's happening this morning? Uh, you know, early gym sesh, and that's about it. Early gym sesh. Still, nice. still staying fit? <laughs> hey, always, always, my man. Well, I heard your new song. It's called As You Leave. It's really good. I'm going to play you a clip of it right here. As soon as you leave. Yeah, the clock stops ticking You take the song with you in the world But spinning Every second feels like Waiting on a green light All I want to do is rewind You and me kissing I'm wishing there was So I heard it and I was like, dang, that's good So what I'm going to do, and I'm telling you this now Is we're going to put you on our national countdown As the spotlight artist on March 5th Over 150 radio stations <laughs> What? So I wanted to tell you that before we actually like put it into into play, just so I could, you know, tell you and kind of hear your reaction sure. firsthand. Uh, shaking right now, shaking, and that's not from my chest workout. That's from you. What's, oh wow! <laughs> what's been happening musically with you over the last couple of months since we saw you last? Ah, uh, yeah, man. I mean, after you, things started to kind of pop off. I definitely don't work at Del Frisco's anymore, so thank you. Yeah, we got into a lot of rights in the like publishing houses and. We've got a lot of new music coming out this year. Um, we're already working on the new single, Joy, that's coming out April 1st. And, uh, but yeah, those came out of uh, a lot of rights that got set up through from you. I mean, after you being on your show, actually someone from iHeart reached out um, in Atlanta. Um, he was like, hey, man, I saw you on Bobby Bones. Uh, would love to get you connected with one of my, my guys who now manages me. And we've just been, you know working our butts off, getting all the rides, getting all the stuff going, and getting a good handful of songs to release this year. And we've got on uh, Empire for distribution, and obviously with As You Leave, they've just went to town on it with getting on a lot of playlists, and it's been great, you know? So we're, we're excited. We've got a lot of new music coming out this year, and uh, we're still just in the rooms. I'm looking at all your upcoming shows. I was going to actually invite you down to play with us on the 12th in we're playing outside of Tampa, but you have a show in Greenville, South Carolina. So it looks like, dude, I will. I that is an acoustic show with my boy Rich. <laughs> I if I called him, he is one of my biggest supporters. Um, dude, I mean, you tell me when and where. You would cancel on He's Rich. Sick. I don't <laughs> want you to cancel yeah. on somebody. And, and are you already selling tickets? I, I would. No, this is an acoustic show. Like I'm from North Carolina, so. Um, I just kind of go out there and use it as an excuse to just kind of play around in the hometown. But Rich, Rich has actually been almost, you know, he's helped me out sometimes financially when I'm trying to do projects. He's kind of been like a little soft hand investor. Um, and sometimes I'll get, you know, lovely motivational quotes from him just being like, yo, dude, you're about to, you know, you're about to do it. Like, I can feel it. 
when I first played my first show out there in like 2017, he was like, man, give it a few years. You're going to be exactly where you want to be. And he's just been, so if I called him and said, Hey man, Bobby Bones wants me to play with him. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sure he would come, <laughs> He'd come to the show. I mean, it's in Florida. I don't care. I got a Ford Transit. It's in my name. I'll, I'll drive the whole way. <laughs> okay. It's in his name. <laughs> and you know what? I'll, I'll pay you too. So why don't we? Why don't we? I love this. Why don't we have Kane and Cox come down? I really wasn't planning to do this on the air, this but is just happening. Um, we're the Raging Idiot. We're doing like one show this year, <laughs> right outside of Tampa in Plant City, Florida, Strawberry Festival. So why don't you come down? And play with us. We have like an 80-minute set, and you come out and you play a few songs, and we'll pay you, and the crowd will love it, and it'll be awesome. That sounds perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right, all right. Um, So you're not working at Del Frisco's anymore. We went, Caitlin and I went, and we looked for you, and we didn't see you around there, so we're kind of hoping that you were out just pursuing music full-time now. Yeah, um, I think I picked up like three or four more shifts after that. I mean, it was still kind of slow season, um, but mostly it was all on the backside with getting management and stuff. We were trying to just keep the schedule open to just hustle and work on new songs. Um, and it was, I literally picked up a shift, I think it was last month in January. Um, and there was a few phone calls that I've had and a few meetings that have been going well. And I just, I don't know what it was, the universe, the Lord, whatever you want to believe in and I just, I walked into the office and I said, hey, like, I love you guys. Y'all have been perfect for me. I was like, but I, I'm done. Like, this is my last shift. I'm, I, I gotta go. And there was no bad blood there. They were like, dude, go and chase your dreams. You're going to do exactly what you want to do and go for it. Kanan Cox is on with us. If you remember Kanan, he was waiting tables. Uh, I sat in his section and he came up and said, hey, here's my music. And most times when that happens, it ain't very good. This time it was good, and we brought him in. He's been touring. He's, you know, got a little, got, you know, got something going for him now. My question, how do you get verified on Instagram as an unsigned artist whenever Lunchbox or Eddie oh. can't get verified <laughs> yeah, so on this show? Goodness. You need an agent, man. You need an agent. You need a digital agent. I don't know what that means. Yeah. How, <laughs> how, much, how, much oh, how do you get those? Can you be theirs? <laughs> I'll, I'll call some people. I'll call my people to call your people. Okay, so here's, how, here's where we are right now. Because we're going to play a song on the Country Top 30, which will be featured on over 150 radio stations. Um, you guys can listen to it now. Also, it's called As You Leave. It's a great song. And then Kanan's going to come out and play with the Raging Idiots. <laughs> and this, this, is, this is like a party now. <laughs> Let's go. Kanan's going to play with Let's the go. Raging Idiots uh, in Plant City on March 12th, and it'll be a big old show. And, and Kanan will have somebody reach out and make sure we get all the details down, Okay. Okay. Are you sure your buddy's... Here's the thing, we're breaking... His buddy's going to be like, Rich. what? No, he said his buddy's so supportive. What about the be people like, hey, that want to go watch. to the show? In... I'll tell them to come to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that works. The real, fan, the real fans will come, you know? Okay. Kanan Cox, independent artist. You guys support him any way you can. Uh, Kanan, good to talk to you, and I will talk to you soon. All right, we'll talk. All right, buddy. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My cousin, who is 24 years old and never held a job for any long period of time, told me she applied for a job in my office and asked if I would look into it for her. She doesn't even realize that I'm the assistant to the HR director, so I would actually be able to help her get this job if I believe she'd be good for it. 
listen, the job is for the front of office receptionist, and I know she's capable of it, but she has such a bad record of keeping a job for more than a few months. I don't want her to make a fool of me if I get her the job and she gets fired or quits in a few months. What should I tell her? Should I lie and tell her I recommended her or tell her that I don't feel comfortable recommending her? Signed, Sam. Yeah, what I would do is say, hey, I'm going to definitely hit him up about you. Let him know that you put it in and then I wouldn't. Or I would say, hey, it's probably not. Don't. It makes It's bad for everybody if she gets that job. Just based on her past record, she's going to quit or she's going to get fired. She's going to look bad, but mostly you're going to look bad. I'd probably just go, hey, I'll make sure she sees your resume. That's as much as I can do. Could you say, like, hey, I really want to recommend you for this, but, like, your no. track record isn't great. No. So, like, if you get it, don't. She, there's not, she didn't get a chance. Which you can, but I definitely wouldn't do it's that. risky. Yeah. If it's a cousin that you don't trust in and you're going to bring them in to your own office and you're going to put all your faith in them. I know. I just want to give them the chance. Give them a chance somewhere else. I, you, I no, I, I wouldn't do it. Okay, I wouldn't do it, especially if they if she's burnt too many people too many times. Um, so no, I would say, hey, all I can do, we have rules in our department. We can't actually recommend somebody that is a family member. I'd make up a whole story, by the way. Oh, you know? but I will make sure she sees it <laughs> and then wink at her, be like, you know, what I'm saying, I'll make sure she sees it, uh-huh. and then I'd make sure she sees it, and then go like, hey, I wouldn't hire her. Are you? That's what I would do. I've done this. Go ahead. With a family member. Uh, as a family member was trying to get a job at my friend's place, and my friend said, hey, should I hire them? And I said, no, absolutely not. Oh, you they're, just <gasps> right. Yes, but what did you not. tell the friend? I said, yeah, dude, I'll put in a good word for you. Mm. <laughs> not friend. <laughs> my family oh, member. Oh, the family member. I, I told my family member, yeah, man, I'll put in a good word for you. He's my friend. I'm oh, sure he'll be it. good. Yeah, family and, member. And then I told my friend, no way, dude. You don't want to do this. But not all families are reliable. Not all family has the right to make you look bad. I know. Especially if they've been make, uh, making other people look bad forever. Yeah, if they don't do well, it's on you because you recommended this How person. bad of the job would they would have done? Pretty bad. It's like this. They would have like probably quit in two weeks. Oh, and then man. they would have looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, not worth it. I would say, hey, I'll make sure she sees it. And then I would say, hey, here, I want you to see this, but I would not hire them. The okay. End. The end. Well, at some point, some the, the person should have a chance to make a turn. Well, they've yeah, got to then prove let themselves. her go do that. Let her go do that. Somewhere it's not, else. It's not this cousin's job to make sure okay. she makes a turn. Correct. Okay. 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 Cool. All right. <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right. Trivia time. It's elder versus millennial. It's Eddie versus Morgan, age forty-two. That's right. And 28. That's correct. Let's go. Here we go. He's been married for 16 years. Dun, dun, dun. He's older than the TV show Cheers. Oh, am I? It is producer Eddie. Wow. Nice His opponent, she runs our digital. Her celebrity lookalike is Brie Larson. And she was only five years old when TRL premiered, hosted by Carson. <laughs> Daily. Daily, that is. <laughs> Morgan number two. Woo, woo, yeah. woo, woo. Okay. Eddie, you're up first. These are questions Morgan should know since she was born in the 90s. Come on. Lindsay Lohan recently recreated one of her most iconic movie lines on TikTok. I'm going to play you the clip, and then I'm going to ask what movie it's from. Yes, you want to know the difference between us? I have class and you don't. What 1998 movie is that from? Oh, my gosh. She's a twin. She's a twin sister, and one of them is British. That's actually a really good movie. Uh, let's go with... Oh, got it. Parent Trap. Correct. Yeah! Nice job. Brendan Urie is the front man of what pop project that had this hit in 2006? I in with a 
Brendan Urie mm, is the front man of what pop project that had that hit in 2006? Man, is that Panic at the Disco? Is that your answer? Yeah, but I thought he was just Panic. Like, the dude's name is Panic at the Disco. Give me Panic at the Disco. That's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you know that, Amy? I did. Eddie, Chad Michael Murray played Lucas Scott in what CW drama? Lucas Scott, Chad Michael Murray, CW. Uh, it's a drama. Let's go with Gilmore Girls. That is incorrect. Hmm. Morgan to steal. One Tree Hill. That is correct. Nice. Man, I Eric thought he was going to go three for three. Yeah, though that... CW? Yes, those selection of shows that were on those networks at that time, I get them all confused. Man, when you say CW, I just have, like, Charmed in Wizards of Waverly or something. But that's not on CW. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that was a Disney show. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place was, yeah. Yeah, That was Selena Gomez or Demi Lovato, one of those Selena, yeah. All right, Morgan, number two, here are your questions. Family Matters, Step by Step, and Full House. These are all questions that Eddie will probably know. We're all part of a programming block that aired on ABC. What was the name of that programming block? That aired on ABC? What? Family Matters, Step by Step, and Full House were all part of a programming block that aired on ABC. What was the name of that programming block? I program? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean... The only like programming block that I remember is like TV Land, but I think that's now what. And you're right about that. TV Land was just a part of Nick at Night, kind of. Right, but now it's its own. Yeah. Didn't know that. But Nick at Night was only the nighttime of Nick at Night. (laughs) Nickelodeon. What were the three shows again? Family Matters, Step by Step, and Full House. Fox Running, Morgan. ABC Family. Quality guess, but incorrect. Eddie. Man, they all it. came out on Friday, so it was TGIF. That's right. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the 1990s, Morgan, what function was added to the portable CD player that enabled both children and adults to enjoy their music without missing a beat? What feature was added? In the 1990s, what function was added to portable CD players that enable both children and adults to enjoy their music without missing a beat. I mean, I vaguely remember that, like, it would always play and you couldn't stop it or pause it. If you wanted to be able to keep enjoying it, it would be able to, like, stop or pause. Those are different features. Pause, stop. Incorrect. I don't know. <laughs> Eddie. Is it Digital Shock? It is not. Yes. It is Skip Protection. Skip Protection. Oh, wow. You didn't get it either. That's I mean, fine. I, I remember I had a little button I would switch and be like, Digital Shock. And you can run with it and it would still skip. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those for my car because you would take the tape and you put it into the tape player and it had a cord that goes into the CD player. Yeah. But unless you held it like an egg. <laughs> yes. You had to hold it like a drink. Mm-hmm. And so then they got the little thing that would supposedly take away some of the bumps. And all that did was take up space because you still skipped. <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, what Beatle passed away, Morgan, in 1980 after a guy named Mark David Chapman fired four bullets into his back? You would ask me about the Beatles when I came on the show and admitted I don't know who the Beatles are. So I. What, what don't Beatle know. passed away in 1980 after a man named Mark David Chapman shot and killed him? I don't. I barely know the Beatles that are still here, if they're still here. <laughs> do you know any Beatles? No. Can you, who do you think are the Beatles? Maybe Ringo Starr. Okay. Maybe um, Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Good. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, there was that. But I think he had his own thing. He was the guy that dated the girl, and there was drama with the girl. Mm, that's everybody in Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like the. Fa- um, he's. I don't know. I don't have like a, a person that died. Marty Stewart, but he's Marty alive. Marty Stewart, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So you have three of the four Beatles so far Marty Stewart, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, Ringo Starr. You're Paul miss- Chapman. And Paul Chapman, who was killed by Mark David Chapman, his cousin, apparently. <laughs> I, don't know. I have nothing. Nothing? I really don't. Paul Chapman's my guess. Okay, that is incorrect. Yep. Eddie? Man, that was John Lennon. That was John Lennon. That, what was his? What, Yoko Ono? Mm-hmm. Was that his wife? Well, what was the drama? I, that was it. Didn't there was like somebody <laughs> fell in love with her or something? I don't remember. John did. He did, yeah. <laughs> She actually, she actually tried to get Paul McCartney first. Is that right? Uh-huh. That, that's, oh, stop okay. it. You oh, didn't you know did. that. Well, you didn't know stop that. It. Uh, Eddie, you win. Nice job, buddy. Man. It is now 4-4. Four to four, one Let's win for the new champion. Let's go. go. I mean, think about that band, though, back in the day. The Beatles? Just follow me here. You have Ringo Starr on the drums. Just holding down. Good drummer. Yep, yep, yep. You got Marty Stewart doing background vocals <laughs> and, probably, and playing guitar. Big hair. Mm-hmm. You got Bruce Springsteen lead vocals. The boss. And you got some Chapman guy I never heard of over there on bass. <laughs> I mean, he lucked out. Yeah, the guy just like ended up there because the name was cool. Uh, Eddie is the winner. Nice yeah, job. Yeah, thank you. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a few months ago, this five-year-old Ezekiel Burnett, he was traveling through the Milwaukee airport with his parents. He had his teddy bear with him. He was playing with it, throwing it up in the air, you know, waiting to board their flight. Well, the teddy bear got caught in the rafters and the flight was boarding. So his parents were like, hey, sorry, buddy. We have to get on the plane. That's when you call in a bomb threat. We can't delay (laughs) this. Your lunchbox's bonehead story of the day, yes. (laughs) Because of the bear. So they returned to Texas, and obviously Ezekiel was, like, devastated, really missed his bear. So, um, but they just, like, didn't really bring it up. But then someone at the Milwaukee airport later saw the teddy bear in the rafters and took a picture of it, put it on social. It started to spread. Ezekiel's dad saw the post and was like, that's our bear. That's our bear. So the airport made sure that the bear got on a Southwest flight, flew to Texas, and was reunited (laughs) with Ezekiel. It's hilarious. Shout out. (laughs) I can't believe a teddy bear picture would be spread that much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A kid or a dog? Totally get it. Get that. Yeah. But how cool that, like, they, I mean, the parents didn't have to do, it just like it reached them. A person, a stranger, took a picture of the bear and said, we want to find the owner of this bear. And they actually <laughs> I'll be honest, I wouldn't have shared that. <laughs> Had it popped up in my feed. If you saw the bear, you'd be like, oh, cool. I saw the bear on like a Facebook feed and went, hey, please share this. We want to find the owner of the bear. I'd be like, no. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Did you see the, the TikTok thing about uh, Trader Joe's employees and stuffed animals around the grocery store? Were they 
Yes. Okay, so apparently it's a fun game. I didn't know this, but it's a fun game with the employees. And if you're a kid, or I guess even an adult, if you see the bear and you tell an employee, you'll get like a lollipop. <laughs> and how many bears are in the store? And also, it's 1963 with a lollipop. <laughs> lollipop. It's God. not just bears; it's any stuffed animal. That's cool. They yeah, have, yeah, hidden. So now I'm going to go. Look. It's not at every Trader You're Joe's. You're an adult. Yeah, but I can still go look and take my. And you do that by yourself, boots. and I'll be like, "Lady, <laughs> uh, that's a good yeah. story, though. I like that. They got the kid, the bear. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about." That was tell me something good. <laughs> Last week on the show, Lunchbox said he could find someone at a grocery store randomly who sings. Better than Abby, our phone screener, which I don't know why he continues to do this. I don't know. She hit number 71 on the charts with her version of the national anthem, which is great. We have a little party for her. And he's like, I can find you somebody random. (laughs) So we sent Lunchbox out with our executive producer, Scuba Steve. He was the verification that Lunchbox didn't put someone there and then find them. Right. So he had 15 minutes or less in the grocery store to go through and try to find someone that Lunchbox claims can sing as good or better than Abby. Um, okay. Give some context here, Lunchbox. So we went to the grocery store, and let me tell you, customers do not like to be harassed when they are shopping for groceries. <laughs> and a lot of them, no, I don't sing. No, no, no interest. So I was getting blown off numerous times by people looking at the cereal, people getting lunch meat, bread. So I was like, I'm going to just go to customer service. But what do you say? If, let's say I'm, I'm looking in the ice cream sandwiches, right? I said, oh, excuse me, you know, by chance, do you happen to sing? Because I have this girl I work with. That oh, you, she went, think, you just told the whole story. Yeah, I was like, she thinks she can sing, and I tell her I could find someone better at the grocery store, so I need to prove it. Can you sing? Why not just go, hey, I'm looking for a good singer for a project. Well, that's smart. Um, didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my line. I was just like, yeah. I'm just going to throw all my cards out on the table like and hope it. someone okay. bites. And no one was biting. So finally, I was like, man, I'm just going to go to customer service. So I went to customer service, and, I was, and this girl was sitting there. I was like, excuse me, by chance, do you know anybody that you work with that sings? Oh, Be- that's good. Ask yeah. if they know anybody. That's a good, good Because I got blown off by all the customers. I was like, I just got to go to someone that mm. I figure you know your coworkers. And she's like, well, actually, I sing, but I'm too nervous. So your guy that you're going to want is that guy right over there. And he was the guy that delivered the curbside uh, groceries. He was loading a cart, and I walked up to him. And I said, hey, man, I hear you sing. And he was like. I do. Oh, no. This is like Lunchbox. He's going to break someone's career now. That could be cool, though. <laughs> be awesome. Which would be cool. Would be I know. Awesome. But oh, it's interesting. And I invite him now to play Strawberry exactly. Fest. <laughs> With the Raging Idiots, you Abby, Kanan uh, Cox. Bobby's like, I'll pay you. Yeah. Okay. And his name is? Kendall. 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 And let me tell you, he's a big dude. From Publix. All right. So I'm Kendall, and I am a customer service staff here at Publix and Instagram and Twitter. Kendall LB. That's K-E-N-D-A-L-E-L-B. I guess I'm going to sing um, Love on Top, Beyonce. You're the one I need. You're the only one I see. Come on, baby, it's you. You're the one that gives your all. You're the one I always call when I need to make everything stop. Finally, you put my love on top. Baby, you're all I need. You're the only one I see. Come on, baby, it's you. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it for a second. Mm-hmm. Boom! I'm going to go with no, but here's why. I don't think he was given the opportunity to let it rip. Right. Because he's like he was at work. He's hovering like, in a corner. Like, <laughs> but you can tell he has vocal range. You can tell he's got something, yeah. but I'm going to go with no because we don't know. 
No, because we don't know. You get you, know, you should have walked outside with him or something. Yeah, oh, okay. that way he could have been like, "Yo, love on top." Yeah. Uh, sorry, I can't tell this guy. Hey, man, can you abandon your post here at work and come outside and sing? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't know, and I didn't know if he'd feel uncomfortable. Hey, man, I need you to come outside and sing for me. Yeah, you like, should have said, "What time does your shift end? Well, Amy, Where I do you all, live? Amy, I don't your have, house. I had 15 minutes. I didn't have all day. Bobby gave me 15 minutes. I, didn't, I couldn't sit there and wait. I have a family. Wait. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Hold on. <laughs> I got a family, Amy. Wait. I'm gonna go with no. But only because we don't know. He did not have a... And take this from four seasons of American Idol mentoring. Oh, that's right. He did not actually have the opportunity to show his his vocal range or prowess. Uh, Amy, go ahead. How do you spell Kindle? I was trying to look him up. Ooh, got him. Kindle LB. Okay, so I, th- I liked it. I think he's I like really it good. Too. I agree. I, so I guess I... Is, am I have to say he's better than Abby? It's up to you. You can say whatever oh, you want. Oh, I don't want to say that. But, but he was good. You can say whatever you want. Sounds like you kind of want to say it. You kind of want to say it, but you don't want to admit I'm right. (laughs) No. No, I think Abby also has vocal range. So, yay. Yay for both. (laughs) (laughs) That was it? (laughs) Amy, come on. (laughs) He's good. I can tell he has potential, but yeah, Lundrox did not complete the mission. Mm. Mission incomplete. He's still sitting in the hot pockets with the customers around him. He can't sing. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't technically find someone that was like all out. Like Abby's all out performed, mm. like giving it her all. Abby, anything you want to say about this? Abby, our phone screener. Do you, anything you want to say about this bit? I mean, I thought he was really good, but I'm surprised in Nashville that he wouldn't be able to find more people. Well, you had you 15 know? minutes at a random grocery store. I had 15 minutes at a random grocery store. Mm-hmm. But so, that's your bit. You created the segment, okay, not us. Okay. You want me to go back and bring him outside or you want me to bring him in here? <laughs> Let's go. No. I just said okay, you you don't want 15 to... minutes. I, I, I found said... him. Oh, okay. And sign him to your label. <laughs> Is he trying to pursue something, Lunchbox? I don't know. He was at the grocery store working. I didn't get his whole story about where he's from. I, I didn't you get all that. You can tell he's a really good singer. Right. He just was not allowed to show it in that case. So in that instance, Abby still wins because she has been able to show it. Eddie? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, there was not enough there. But even from what I heard, because that's what you judge it on, what you hear... Abby wins this contest because I think Abby's much better. Poor Kendall got thrown into a contest. He doesn't even oh. ask to be a part of. Kendall, we, you we can never, sing. We never, not a I single know. person said anything bad about him. I'm her. not saying either of you did. You said poor Kendall. <laughs> he did, we didn't do anything <laughs> to yeah, Kendall. because now we're having to choose between Kendall or Abby, and yeah. it's awkward. Amy, you can be honest. You can. Wait, I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you think he's better, it's fine. Abby, great job. <laughs> Thank and you. And as we announced earlier, Abby will be singing at Strawberry Fest with the Raging Idiots on March 12th. And so will, as of this morning, Kane and Cox, one of my favorite new artists, yes. who's going to come play with us as well. It's going to be a whole party. Get and you. where can you find Kendall? Um, after that's Lunchbox. At the uh, Publix. <laughs> <laughs> well, or at Kendall LB. There you go. Uh, tickets, RagingIdiots.com if you guys want to come if you're down near Tampa. Abby, anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Okay, everybody I'm everybody, happy. square? Yeah. Can we hear him one more time? Let him sing, let him sing us out. No. No? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this happened to Amy's... Quote unquote friend. <laughs> My theory is she's her friend, but okay. What happened to your friend? Well, you know, it didn't happen to me because, well, I have my car. Okay. So my friend went to eat. And as she's approaching the restaurant, she gets flagged down by the valet kind of early on. I guess in her mind, she's like, oh, I guess she's trying to get ahead of things here. Has on a jacket, gives her a ticket, and says, validate this inside the restaurant and your parking's free. So she hands over her car and her keys and she goes into the restaurant. She tells the hostess she needs to validate the ticket. And the hostess says, we don't have valet. 
She goes back out and he's gone. What? <laughs> Her car got stolen. She filed a police report and everything. Like, I, I isn't that isn't that wild? It's crazy. That is crazy. That someone would wear a coat, be out, no mask on their face, meaning not a robbing mask. You're gonna steal a car right in, in right in the middle of everything in front of a restaurant. Amy, I mean, was it, it a really nice car? Did she like, talk to the person. No, it's just a normal car. Stole it, like normal. And did they find it? Do they have it back? Not that I know of yet. How, Maybe they're gonna get it back. How brave of that person, yeah. too. Well, you know, if this is either they this is their first time trying it and they got super lucky, or it's worked before and they're like, okay, and it's their thing. They wear a coat and they steal cars, but then because, what do you do with the car? And I literally don't know. What do you do with the car? Sell it, strip it. Yeah. I mean, that's take usually it, what they it do. It ends up in Mexico, stripped. But who do you sell it to? Like, I need to know this stuff. Black market men. But they how? Everyone says that, I but bet where? People how? Know. Yeah. People know they could call in and tell us either because they've done it or it's happened to them or imagine? they work in law enforcement. I still do it. <laughs> you trade it for drugs? Yeah. It happens. Or you use it in a crime? Yep. That you way they don't trace to, it to uh, you. Pull an ATM down you the street. You guys are a little too knowledgeable about this. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard stories. Uh, yeah, I can't believe that actually happened. And I, we- after it happened, I was like researching. The, and this this is a thing that has happened too. So it's not, I know it seems like it's in a movie, but it's real. And so just what's to be the takeaway here? How, what, take how do we away, make ourselves less prone to being taken advantage of? Well, I felt like, okay, this could for sure happen to me, especially if I'm running late and the valet conveniently comes to me. And I pull is up like, to my house and there's a guy with a bell. Hey, I'm oh. here. You're, oh, okay, we're and, here. And tells me that if I validate the ticket, it's free, so I don't even consider not giving him because maybe I don't want to pay the 20 bucks or whatever it is. So I would say make sure there's a valet stand or like an umbrella. I don't know. Or just say. An umbrella. I- yeah, umbrella's the good. Umbrella really yeah. sells The, the umbrella is basically the blue check mark of Instagram. If they have a an valet. umbrella, you know. I know. I don't know. But just don't hand over your car and leave your keys in so quickly. Like make sure. Like, oh, you're the valet. Maybe or the stand. Pull yes, over the and wait until you see people. I need to people. see your valet badge, please, sir. Please show it to me. Yeah. Or you see people like running. Well, I no, want to I'm see you. Giving, bring- no, that means they're running from the police. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm going to say I'm. I'm, I'm going to wait here until I see you pull around another car, <laughs> or something. By that point, I, I could have parked myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but thank Listen. you for the heads up that we just need to be more aware. Yes. And I cannot believe that happened to your friend. Why you is know, that me it, driving a rent a car today? Yeah. <laughs> car, yeah. Why? If that happened to me, I'd be like, "This is amazing! Look what happened to me." Our voicemails. We get them. We play them. We appreciate them. Here you go. I am calling. I know you've been asking folks when they call in what segments they like. I love the draft. My husband and I went on a road trip, and he doesn't listen to the show that often, but we listen to all of the drafts. If you could bring those back, that'd be awesome. Thank you, guys. Love the show. I make this promise to you right now. We'll do a draft next week. Okay. I make this promise to no name here. Sometimes people leave their name. Sometimes it just says no name. So no name, you got it. We will do a draft next week. We don't know what it will be yet. Uh, let's go to Charlene, who has kind of the same kind of feedback. Charlene, what do you love? What do you hate? Um, I think that you guys taking calls is awesome. Getting perspective and different opinions and everything. Like, you care about what everybody has to say. However, um, I'd say personally, um, the only thing that I highly dislike is how negative Lunchbox is. Oh, my God. My my kids are all the time, like, because I, I listen to you guys taking my kids to school, and they're all the time going, wow, that was mean. Did he have to say that like that, or did he have to? And the commercial that he has or whatever, my, my daughter always just turns it down because she just doesn't want to listen to it. But I was just wondering, like, Lunchbox, do you have a weekly or a daily quota? Like, 
Like, I'm going to make this person angry, and that one looks like she's having a really good day. Let's make her ba- her day bad. Yeah. And then mark check marks or something. Like, like why do you have to be so mean? There's a difference in, like, complete honesty and rudeness. Well, here's the thing. You call in and say, I'm rude, and then you say nothing but rude things to me. So, in, in fact, you're being just as rude as you say I am, so I hope your kids aren't in the car or they turned you down. Got her? <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you know, you uh, see what I'm saying? Like, she's like, oh, you're so rude. You're such well, a terrible she was person. Just giving us feedback. Maybe right, that's right. something we had asked. But what I'm saying is her doing that is her just being just as rude. This is what I'm going to do. I just thought of this. I, I don't understand. Like, I need like a little horn or something. I don't know what it is. If I can hit it, maybe it squeals. Squeeze. I don't know. But whenever I hit it. Lunchbox has to say something nice about somebody in the room. Oh, I love that. Whenever yeah. It can be no. at any point. We're not going to play that yeah, game. If I hit it. It goes, and he has to. He has five seconds to say something nice about someone in the room, not okay. including himself. Yeah, it's not himself. Right. Yes, call it the happy horn. Love so, it. Yeah, Mike, can we find a oh. happy horn? There we go. Now it's going to be hard for you, lunchbox, yeah. but you can and do it. Yes, that that's true. I don't understand. Just because I'm honest, people take it as rude because people don't like honesty anymore. They don't like well, people tell- like honesty. No, no. They, she just said, "Don't be honest." She was actually being honest. She's being very honest. Right. You in don't in like a kind it. Way. You're just saying she's rude, and but she's actually being honest. That's what I'm saying. When I say something, people <laughs> say I'm rude, and I'm not, I'm just being honest. Is Charlene, what it is. I'd like to thank you because you just inspired me to create a new kind of semi segment where when I hit the horn or the noisemaker, which we don't have. Lunchbox has to say something nice about someone in the room. Hey, Hakuna Matata, I just a little bit more positivity, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm um, with you. Like, it's not hard. You can be honest, Absolutely. but you can go about it a different way is what I'm saying. Okay, how would you like me Hallelujah, to be honest? Hallelujah, and we are moving on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Where's that horn? Thank you, Charlene. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a woman recently posted a video bragging about how she managed to save money by convincing her date to put up some shelves for her. So she had reached out to find someone to do it, like a real handyman. It was going to be $200. Well, she was meeting up with a Tinder date. And while on the date, she learned he was kind of handy. So she's like, you want to put these shelves up for me? So she put up the video bragging about it. And in the caption, she said, when the handyman wants to charge you 200 to hang shelves, so you find someone on Tinder to do it for free. I don't hate it because it lets them spend a little more time together. He's good at it. He probably wants some... He wants to show off somehow. True. I didn't think about that bar. He gets to show like, hey, look at me. Yeah, I don't feel like he's like, oh, crap. You don't think he got scammed here? No. No, I think he could have easily said no, and if he didn't like her, he would have said no. Let's go to our youngest member of the show who's also been dating. Morgan, your thoughts? I mean, I don't hate it. I think it's really smart. Like, (laughs) I would have probably done it if I were dating. (laughs) And I think the guy's fine with it, too. And by dating, she has a boyfriend. But she's the one that's dated most recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You still have a boyfriend, right? Yes. Speaking of dating, I just thought of a headline I saw about this guy that um, took a girl out. And on the date, he pulled a bell out of his pocket and told her, oh, this is just my easy way to get a hold of the server. Oh, Abby just said that. <laughs> and he would like ring the bell and she... If that's a real thing, no chance. If it's a joke, haha. But also, how do you not hear a guy walking with the bell the whole night when you're just getting to the table? I don't know. She just posted about it online and said it was unacceptable and she won't be going out with him again. So Krispy Kreme has put out new Twix flavored donuts. Maybe the greatest donut I've ever seen in oh my, my life. Yeah. yeah. So there's three different ones, but there's only one that I really want to discuss. And that's the one that has an entire Twix bar inside of it. So it's a 
bar-shaped donut that's filled with a full-size Twix bar. The uh, Twix candy bars are A, number one. Like, when it comes to candy bars, that's the best. What? Yeah, it's the best. No, yeah, it's it for sure up there. Yeah, it's the best. Damn. It's in that top AAA mm-hmm. category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like donuts, so it works. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would put a full Butterfinger inside a donut. Now that, then I I'd eat it. I don't like Butterfinger. And that's a big donut. It has A1 to me. Mm, yeah, but... I was talking about me. <laughs> okay, well, so those are now available for a limited time at participating locations in case you want to go try one of those. And they're fat-free. And- <laughs> no. <laughs> no calories. They're not, but they might bring you a lot of joy. So that's okay. It might be fun to try. Uh, they look great. Mm-hmm. Pick them up for the family. It'll be a little fun activity. Um, so do you have an odd nickname for your partner at all? Anybody? Mm-mm. No? Odd? And if I like did, odd. I, don't, I wouldn't say it here. He <laughs> yeah, wouldn't confess. Yeah, no. Well, Mickey Guyton was talking about how she calls her husband her spleen. And some people were confused about that. So then there was like CMT did some research and pointed out that the spleen actually fights off invading germs in the blood and controls the level of blood cells in the body and it filters things. So it like helps keep you clean. So maybe that's why her husband is her considered her well, spleen. I'm offended. Why? Deeply. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a spleen. Yeah. I fell off a house, ruptured it when I was a kid. They took it out. I have a scar. It goes from the bottom of my sternum down to my pubic bone. And and she wants to make jokes about it. <laughs> no, it's not jokes. She calls her husband her yeah, spleen. Yeah, I'm offended. No, wow. I saw you can live a People very- People get offended at everything, and I have a right to get offended <laughs> at nothing. You can live a very normal, healthy life without a spleen. I hope so. Yeah, look at him. Amy tells me now, I heard. I just read, you're going to die in the next month. Yes, I, have, I, I do not have a spleen. Uh, that is a funny nickname. Okay. Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A 64-year-old woman in Reno was reported missing around 8 a.m. She was supposed to be back at her house. She never showed up. And so they report her missing, and the family's like, we got to go looking for her. Hours, hours, they keep looking. And then one of the son's friends like, I'm going to walk over here, this look over this cliff. And there she was dangling Hanging from a tree. She fell off the side of a cliff Whoa. and was just hanging to a tree. How long what? were they looking for her? Like 12 hours. And she was just clinging to a tree for 12 hours. I can't hold on to my phone for 12 hours. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. if she lets go, it's a... Uh, yeah, yeah I just I would have thought my muscles would have given out after 12. Or, I don't know. And they said there was a snowstorm moving in, and so they had to bring in the fire department and ropes and pulleys and get down there and get her off the tree. That's crazy. You know how when you're working out, and it's like the last minute of your treadmill run, and you're like, oh, I can't. I don't know if I can go another minute. And if you were going 10 more, you probably could, but you get to that last minute, and it feels like it's <laughs> torture. You're like, oh, I can't. I don't know if I can do another minute. I wonder as they're starting to lower the ropes down. Oh. She's like, I don't know if I can hold on another second. Because <laughs> she sees them coming. She's like, I see them coming. I'm so tired. <laughs> You've held on for 12 hours. You can uh, do it. That, that is, that's, that's like people swimming in the ocean for 20 yeah. hours. Days. Just not knowing. All right. That's a great story. They saved her. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good.